As we gather today, we are reminded of the words written by the psalmist in Psalm 119, verse 108. He approaches God with a plea, Accept our offerings of praise, O Lord, and teach us your ordinances. Your decrees are our heritage forever. They are the joy of our hearts. Let us pray. Loving God, as we move from Sunday to Sunday, week to week, we have to admit that we we long to be together as your children, to sing praises, to speak praises to one another, to be able to pray for one another, to be able to embrace the community. And yet, Lord, here we are, worshipping you and praising you very differently than before. And you remind us also in your word that you are the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. And for that, Lord, we fall flat on our faces, bowing down and worshipping you as our Lord and our King. For, Lord, you are so worthy. You are so worthy to be praised. You are so worthy to be honoured. And whether we are separate or able to be together, you are the one that we will always praise and bring our offerings of praise. And we will open ourselves to your teaching. We will open ourselves to your word that is the light on our path. For all we long to see is you, our Lord. We ask too, as we bow before you, and we acknowledge that you are a holy God. We ask, Lord, that you will forgive us, forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Jesus himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that free from sins we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. We know that in Jesus God embraces us. He forgives us. He strengthens us. That we may live a renewed life in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome to the Sunday service of St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church in Cape Town. I'm the Reverend Natalie Angela Barnard. It is a privilege to be able to invite you and to welcome you to worship God with us and also to share with you. Wonderful that we can be united because Christ unites us. A personal 
insight into my message today is that on Wednesday I was not able to do the midweek devotion because we were busy packing parcels at the church and the, de- the delivery for the food parcels, there was a delay in that. And as I was packing, I was praying and saying to the Lord, I'm not going to have time to do the midweek devotion. And I kept on hearing the scripture, do you love me? Yes, Lord, I do. And it took me to the scripture of the relationship that Jesus um, has with us, the intimacy and the approach that Jesus has. And I want to share something about that with you today. Three times Jesus says to Peter, feed my sheep, and each time Jesus says, feed my sheep, there is a response from Peter. And Peter is declaring his love for Jesus. The setting was one of the last of Jesus' post-resurrection appearances to his disciples on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus prepared a breakfast of fish and bread for them. And he then commissioned Peter with the task of feeding his sheep and tending his lambs. The three commands, although often translated the same way, are subtly different. The first time Jesus says it, the Greek means um, to tend to a pasture the lambs. And the Greek word for pasture is in the present tense, meaning a continuous feeding and caring for animals in a way. And we know that the word of God refers to the believers as sheep throughout um, scripture. Psalm 95 verse 7, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. John 10, 11, Jesus is both our good shepherd and the door of the sheep fold. And by describing his people as lambs, Jesus is emphasizing their nature as immature and vulnerable and in need of care and tending. And the second time when Jesus says, tend my sheep, in this conversation, Jesus was emphasizing tending the sheep in a way of supervising them, not only feeding them, but um, guiding them, in a sense, maybe even ruling them. And this expresses the pastoral oversight, both in Peter's future and in all those who would follow him in his pastoral ministry. And Peter follows Jesus' example and he repeats the same Greek word, poimano, in his first pastoral letter to the elders of the churches of Asia, Asia Minor. 1 Peter 5 verse 2, Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, serving as overseers. And the third time that Jesus um, asked Peter to um, tend the sheep, 
Jesus is combining different Greek words to make it clear what the job of the shepherd of the flock of God um, entails. It is to tend, to care for, and provide spiritual food for God's people, from the youngest lambs to the full-grown sheep. And this is an action that continues. It's not just a once-off action, but it continues um, the continuation of nourishing and caring for their souls, bringing them into the fullness of spiritual maturity. And so the total task that was set before Peter and all shepherds is made clear by Jesus' threefold command and the words that he chooses. And the food that Jesus is talking about is the word of God. Peter declares that Christians are to desire the pure spiritual milk of the word so that by it all can mature in their salvation. We'll read this in 1 Peter 2 verse 2. So on Wednesday as I was packing the parcels and praying over the food to every family that these parcels would be reaching, I had such a strong conviction of the need of God's word that needs to go out um, to the people that God has given me to care for as their shepherd. But there are many times in in the journey that we have um, with God that God shows us that feeding also will take a different way. And as I was praying over the food, I just had a strong sense that these parcels that are going into the homes of the people is in a way a witness to God's presence as well. Because as a leader, when we start worshipping together again, I would not be able to minister to the people that God has given to me having the knowledge that many of them would be starving during this COVID-19 time where people do not have jobs and do not have an income. So realizing that, yes, the word did not go out on Wednesday, God just reassured me in that very intimate place, knowing that he gives us different ways to minister and different ways to touch people's lives. On the other side of this conversation that I was having with the Lord, hearing the question, do you love me? I felt it as a very personal question that God was asking me and I I kept on saying yes Lord I love you and you know that I do and I I started having a sense of this great desire for 
for God's people to love him above every, everything else in their life and everyone else in their life. And so this is my prayer for each and every person that is listening today, that God will instill within you this deep love for him, that no matter what happens today or in the future, that that is one thing that will be solid in your life. And this is this relationship that you have with God because of his son, Jesus Christ. The other urgency that I had while packing the parcels and speaking to the Lord is that there is such an urgency for us to be able to see God, see God in, in different ways. And as I was delivering the food parcels to different families this week, it became clear to me that while we are praying with people in a mud puddle during the storm this week, we were standing on holy ground. While food parcels were being handed over in, in a parking lot and other people maybe even staring at us as we make a little circle around the food parcels and very briefly call upon God's name, being aware that he is the one that provides. And when people thank me for the food parcels, I point them to Jesus and to the people who are involved in this ministry, who I praise and thank God for every day. Because were it not for you, giving financially and sacrificing your prayers, God would not be seen in a different way. Jesus did not doubt Peter's love. He knew that Peter loved him as though they were brothers. However, Jesus wanted Peter to affirm his love again, to help Peter feel confident as a true disciple of Christ. Tell Jesus today that you love him. Spend time with him, worshipping him, and thanking him for your life and every person that is involved in your life. Jesus is not asking, will you endure persecution and in the end lay down your life for me? And this was his plan for Peter, but he only asked, do you love me? And that's what really counts. If we truly love someone, we will do everything possible that the loved one 
knows that you will do whatever it takes and whatever they ask. Just as Jesus said in John 14 verse 15, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Love is just as important as our faith. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Those who come to me will not hunger, and those who believe in me will never thirst. But faith alone is not enough. Jesus also requires that we totally love him. God desires for us to express our love to him. And we can too affirm our love for Jesus and be strengthened and be encouraged. After all, the feeling is mutual. Jesus totally loves you too. We also remember in this conversation that Peter was grieved And in many ways, we also grieve the Lord. Peter was grieved because Jesus said to him the third time, do you love me? Sometimes our feelings have to be hurt so that our conscience can be cleared and our love confirmed. Not many days previous when Jesus was facing death, Jesus and Peter had another conversation. Jesus told Peter, where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. And Peter said to the Lord, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. And Jesus answered, will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. And we know that Peter did deny Jesus three times. And the risen Jesus now asked Peter to affirm his love three times. And this made Peter sad. But it also helped him to move on without the burden of guilt and regret. And it helped him prepare him for the task ahead. And so many of us may love Jesus with all our hearts, but yet We do grieve him in some way, and we do let him down in other ways. But we can make this right with Jesus, knowing that we receive forgiveness. We renew our love to him, and we move forward, and he walks with us. As we continue to worship God in our homes, Each and every one needs to lead those around us. So we need to be aware of what we are feeding the sheep around us. And the most important thing is that we we feed our family with the word of God. And to be mindful that as we receive, we also give. Many times we think that when we are the ones giving to others, that we are the ones giving. But I can personally say that I am the one that is being taught. 
I am the one that is receiving during this time. Let us ask ourselves, what is God saying to us? What are we seeing and what are we hearing? Let us pray for a great awareness of God's presence and renewal in our lives as we are humbled knowing that he is the only one that we can depend on. When we call out, when we call out to him, he's ever ready to hear and ever ready to act. If you are listening today and you are in a place where you are uncertain, these days there are many uncertainties, but there's one thing that will remain certain and that when you accept Jesus into your life and you believe that he died for your sin and because of his blood that is shed, you are forgiven, you will receive eternal life. And one day you too will be resurrected with Christ in a new body. Let us confirm our faith with the following words today. I believe and trust in God the Father who made the world. I believe and trust in his Son Jesus Christ who redeemed humankind. I believe and trust in his Holy Spirit who gives life to the people of God. I believe and trust in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. As we continue to worship, we also bring our offering, and we bring our offering online. Let us pray for the offering. If we are in bondage to system and dominant cultures, to people who hurt us, to our needs and addictions, and to ingrained patterns of wrong, hear us and help us. Holy God, hear our cry. If we are separated from each other, separated from our true selves, caught in emptiness and loss, Hear us and help us. Holy God, hear our cry. If we have hidden from you or turned against you, wasting our opportunities, breaking our promises, hurting others and ourselves, hear us and help us. Lord, we thank you that we can bring this offering to you today. Knowing, Lord, that the gospel will go out and people will hear the good news about Jesus Christ. May you multiply the offering for the sake of your kingdom. Hear the good news. In Christ, God brings us forgiveness and healing for all. A way out of exile that brings everyone home. 
a way out of bondage that will never enslave others. Accept in your heart and proclaim on your lips the new covenant in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God is love. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Hallelujah, the Spirit is with us. God be praised. Jesus says to us today, Peace be with you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.